in a world where blockbuster movies are made and enjoyed. Millions of people watch them, awards are won, careers are launched, cinematic works of greatness are produced each year, and these two knuckleheads haven't seen them. You're listening to The List We Missed, where we finally watch the movies that everyone else already has. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of The List We Missed. Yeah! And this week, we're getting a little artsy, a little, uh... A little freaky. A little freaky? A little freaky deaky. I didn't like, no, I, I was uncomfortable. I knew you were going to be uncomfortable. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> so we watched, uh, from 1999, the year that I graduated high school, <laughs> American <laughs> Beauty. Yeah. Uh... Kevin Spacey, Mira Sorvino, Thor Birch. A lot of people I recognize, honestly. Yeah, Annette Benning. There like, was a bunch of people. CJ. See, uh, you know what? I double-taked. I did not think... At first, I was like, oh, that kind of looks like CJ. Yeah. And then I was like, no. And then you were like, oh! And then I was like, oh! But, like, you could see why they made her to be so dowdy mm-hmm. and, and whatever. And then the, um, the one guy, I recognized him from the Muppet movie. We'll talk more about this later. We will. So. Uh, so, yeah, so we watched American Beauty, and I just want to throw it out there right at the top that um, we know Kevin Spacey is a dirtbag. Um, for us, this is separating art from the artist because it's not just all about Kevin Spacey. Um, now we're talking about the movie. We're talking about the movie, we're talking about the performances, and we're talking about the concepts there within. So, yeah. there. That's So, that's with that way. said, Ke- Kevin Spacey's character was uh, fucking creepy. Yeah, he was. (laughs) Also, like, I couldn't help it. And again, I know this movie is from 1999. I know that's a million years ago. But when, in the beginning, he's like, hi, my name's Lester. I'm 42 years old. I was (laughs) like, you wonder how I got here. (laughs) I was like, hi, Lester. I'm Jackie. I'm also 42 years old. Oh, no. You you don't have the hots for a high schooler, right? Uh, I do not have the hots for a high schooler. And I'm also not a sad sack the way that he is. Um, like, he's just, like, such a pushover and just, you know. Well, I mean, that's a lot of people. Yeah, but that's not me. That's so, fair. That's fair. You know, but, but yeah, there was that jarring moment of, like, ew, I'm 42. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> and you know what? Um, it, it's, it's, it's very strange to, again, this movie came out in 1999 Mm -hmm. um so of course like i'm i'm the age in 1999 that like thor birch and mira sorvino were like they might be like maybe a year or two older than me right so it's weird to watch this movie because i look at like kevin spacey and annette benning who are the parents in the movie and like they've always looked older you know like they're just you know yeah and it, like it for this movie for for me to be the same age that they are portrayed in this movie, there is something like you, a little you, it, yeah yeah you felt a little weird. It's huh? weird, and I'm not one that like shies away from the fact that I'm 42. I don't care about getting older. Like it's fine. Like mm-hmm. I am seriously like whatever because I'm fun 42. So couldn't give a shit. But it's just really weird to look at people that have always been older. Right. And then it's and like, now all of a sudden you're yeah. like, oh wait a minute. I'm 42. Right. <laughs> me too, Lester. This could be me. But again, yes, I'm also not fantasizing about high school students. Thank God. Because, ew. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, first off, like, what? I'm just trying to understand. Because, like, I mean, 1999, I'm young. So, like, I don't really know the world. With, like, 
Because I feel like I feel like there are a lot of movies in the '90s that were like, for some reason, it was okay to for like an adult to be into a high school kid, like like American like, like, Pie. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, right. I mean, you know what? It's I hate to say that like times were different because they weren't. It's never been okay or acceptable, uh, you know, to to have that. Well, I like, mean, social acceptability is different in comparison right I, and i think that the way that the movies like like in an american pie like yeah. it was it was satire it was a joke that like yeah. stifler's mom you know yeah, that yeah, whole yeah, thing yeah, yeah um i think that it was just i think it's kind of commentary but again like things are just there's things that were acceptable back then right. that just aren't now you know just it's just it just it baffles my mind because like no what no what no matter how you try and look at this it's it's a form of pedophilia like yeah no it's it's nasty and and you're made to feel extremely uncomfortable because oh, it's of, you yeah. <laughs> are experiencing his fantasies right along with him and it's it's icky because it was weird that's yeah the so i think i was the one that put this movie on our original list maybe i think i think i was and like i went honestly it's one of those movies where like i've always known that it existed i've always known that it's supposed to be like a piece of art like it's in high regard for a lot of people like i i've always known that so i wouldn't be surprised if i put it down too right but like God damn, I wish I didn't I, offer to watch this. I, I really knew nothing about this movie. First, like, the only thing I really knew was, like, I knew there was, like, it had something to do with rose petals. And I knew Kevin Spacey, like, had the hot for Mira Sorvino. But, like, I don't think I knew that it's, like, oh, she's a high school student. Right. A friend of your daughter's. Yeah. I don't know that I knew that much other than, like, I just, I always knew the image of... Mira Sorvino in a bathtub full of rose petals, kind yeah, of thing, no, and I, that's I, it. Like I've seen, I, like I knew of, I knew about the rose petals, but I didn't connect it to this uh, this movie. You know, like, yeah. like I like I, I never I never connected that together at all. But like I just, yeah. I, the only thing I knew about this movie, and which is next to nothing, is that there's a Fallout Boy song where one of the lyrics is, she's an American beauty, I'm an American psycho. And I'm like, oh, those are two movies. Like, oh, nice. <laughs> that's well, about it. Honestly, it, I, I had to laugh because, so I don't know if you have seen Not Another Teen Movie. Long time ago. Right. So Not Another that, Teen yeah, Movie. Yeah, that was in that same realm yeah. as, as it's, it's American Pie. Scary and, movie. Yeah, like, all of them. It's the, it's the most satire Action parody. movie, yeah kind of thing and in not another teen movie where if you haven't seen it it basically just pokes fun at all of these 90s teen movies well there's a scene in it where a kid is videotaping an empty like plastic shopping bag and like kind of just like the kid is videotaping it but in i think in not another teen movie i'm pretty sure the kid is jerking off while he's videotaping the bag (laughs) what i had no idea so that there is the plastic bags from this plastic bag wind dances in this movie now the guy isn't doing anything <laughs> sexual with it funny enough i talked to a friend today about how i had watched american american beauty and i was like i don't like this movie and she's like is that the one with the plastic bag floating around i was like that's that's what you remember from that movie not the <laughs> not anything else not you remember the plastic else. bag she's like well it's supposed to be like artsy or whatever i'm like yes that's exactly yeah. what it was this this is like you know 
I don't know how long the studio A24 has been around, but, you know, this is the type of, this is like A24 for the 90s. Like, this is like the thinking man's, like, because when I look stuff up on this movie, there are just pages and pages of, like, theories and what does it all mean? When I looked it up, up all, I just kept getting articles that said, uh, movies that didn't age well. Uh, Yeah, this (laughs) didn't age well. No, I mean, this movie is like, Hey, have a crush on your high school daughter's friend, and hey. Which, funny enough, like, it that started the movie, right? Like, that yeah. was, like, very early, and then, like, we never saw her until the very end. There was a large chunk of time there, there where we weren't focused lot, on that. Ha- like, there were so many different yeah, plot points happening yeah, in you this had, movie. You had the dad who was trying to get, who was trying to basically was having a midlife crisis like let's be honest here he was having a midlife crisis he hated he hates his job he hates the fact that his that his wife doesn't want to do anything like do anything with him both romantically or anything hates that his daughter doesn't like him at all even though they used to be close like like he's going through a midlife crisis and instead of like buckling down kind of goes off the deep end (laughs) well and unfortunately like so he decides that he's gonna start like lifting weights and getting into better shape now part of it not part of it. All of it. Yeah, it's all stemmed from it's the daughter. It's because he overheard the, friend, yeah. the daughter's friend. Um, he overheard Angela. That's her name. Mm-hmm. He overheard Angela she, he'd say... He'd be pretty cute if he, if he yeah, lifted Yeah, if he lifted weights, I would totally F your dad. And he overhears that and immediately runs to the garage and starts... <laughs> finds the weights. Like, he finds these two little, like, three-pound dumbbells and starts lifting. But then he starts running. But, like... It's really strange because from this, like, horribly tragic flaw in this man's personality, it really does benefit him and turn his life around because suddenly... He, he has confidence. He has, he's he, not a doormat to his wife or his yeah. boss, you know? There's so many things that change. And I, I can say this now because I got the confirmation, but <laughs> I texted Marissa... Who is much more of a movie buff critique kind of person than I am. Yeah. And I'm like, am I like an absolute terrible person? Because <laughs> I was rooting for Lester by the end of this movie. You know, I said, because he had this such a dramatic change and he made his life so much better. I'm like, am I like a sociopath for being like, God, Lester? <laughs> and apparently, I identify no. with you. I didn't say I identified with him. <laughs> I just said I was rooting for him because he started to turn his life around. Right. And then, and I don't need to say spoiler alert because this movie's so old, but like he gets the opportunity to finally have sex with Angela. Yeah. And he and was he like, he no. stops himself. He was like, no, no, this is not going to work for anybody. Yeah. Found that interesting. Don't really understand. Like, I like I understand it. Like, good. Thank thank yeah. you. But also, like, you, I, I don't understand why all of a sudden it's like, like did, he got turned off by the fact that she was a virgin? Like To me, the way that I read that was he was making all these improvements in his life. Yeah. And he, I think that he kind of had the realization that, like, Part of his desire for her, like she was a very attractive young lady, right? But part of his desire for her was everything else he was lacking in his life. Right. And now that like, you know, his wife wife cheated on him. He's like, you know what? That was hilarious. Go be happy. Could give a shit. Like, just go be whatever. Like, you're out of my life. 
that means my life's improving, you yeah, know? Yeah. You know, I think for him, like, when he finally kind of hit that moment of, like, it's, it's like, you want what you can't have. Mm. And now that you are about to have it, it's like, all of these things were getting better in his life. Yeah. And I think, again, this is my reading of it, but, like, that would set him back. Right. You know? That would set him back to who he used to be, where you're a 42-year-old guy and you have to bang a high school girl. Right. Like, at this point... You've started to work out. You've improved yourself physically. You've improved yourself mentally, emotionally, the whole nine. You could go out and get another 42-year-old woman that wants to bang you. And you could be really happy. And also, I think there was just that moment of clarity that you're about to take some young girl's virginity. Right. You know, like, Like, you're you're better than that. (laughs) Come on. And I think, yeah, that, that, and again, like, rooting for him and then, again... He then um, immediately gets shot in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah, which was, uh, I, I will admit, I wasn't prepared for the for who shot him in the back of the head. I was all prepared for it to be the wife. It, you know what, honestly? But, like, it also made it, complete sense for it to be the other It guy. could have been, like, you know, the very beginning of the movie, you see his daughter yeah. talking about, you know, she's talking to her boyfriend, and she's like, you know, oh, I want to kill my parents. Yeah. And he's like, I'll Which, do it for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, I'll kill your parents. So it's like they had it set up where... It could have been, been him, could have been her, could have been the wife. Yeah, it, yeah, I did not think it would be the next door neighbor. Yeah. Um, Speaking of, that next door neighbor, I recognize him from the Muppets because he's the guy in the Muppet movie, the, the, you know, one of the more recent ones, where he's like, you know, maniacal laugh, maniacal laugh. Like, that's what I remember. He, he has played a bad guy in a couple movies. I love um, it. Yeah, he's, he, yeah, there were a lot of good actors. His in character movie. was the most interesting to me in that, in that entire in the yeah. entire movie because like he was a military man and he doesn't like gay people which you know is ridiculous to begin with but he, he, I, it, it's the 90s whatever like that's mm-hmm. that's it's still around today i'm not talking about that anyway he's a he's a military man he doesn't like gay people and at some point he tells his son that he'd rather him be dead than than gay and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff like real deep stuff which but like made sense for that character but then he shows up at Lester's garage, and yeah. and I was joking, and I was like, "No, okay, good, now kiss." And then they, and then he kissed him. And I was like, yeah. "Oh, like obviously, <laughs> some of the the reason he is harboring such hatred against gay people is his own right. desires." Which then, and... of course, like you know, you saw CJ, not CJ, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Alice and Janney. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we saw her character, and like she was very spacey like clearly some abuse oh yeah she was she was like textbook submissive right because this is a military man he he mentioned order and stuff yeah i found it very interesting that this military man this god bless america this was like america you know god bless america (laughs) had a nazi plate and then he has actual nazi he he has like a a a dish like a serving dish that apparently you know it had a swastika on the back it was apparently like this was a part of the Nazi, you know, yeah. China collection. Yeah. And it was very interesting to me that that is the type of thing he had on display. Now, mind you, under lock and key, but still, like... Well, I mean... There to- was just so many conflicts to his character of... I mean, I feel like... I mean, just me personally, like, even though I'm not, like... Rah-rah America. Right. You know, I'm like, sure, cool American. I'm not, yeah, rah-rah American. But, like, even me as a regular American would not want any sort of Nazi... I don't even want to say memorabilia, because I don't think he had it as memorabilia. 
Well, but it, just no, it, 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 it was it. A, it was a collector piece. Like I mean, yeah. well, it's it's the same kind of idea. Like I, that didn't bother me that much because yeah. it's the same kind of of idea as people who like collect who have like the Hitler Youth knives or whatever. Like you yeah, know, that's, like see, that's it's, just weird. To it, like. it, it's it's his own personal museum, yeah. and like you know, I, like I mean. I, do I think the man worshipped Hitler? No. <laughs> you yeah, know? no, but like, exactly. I, 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 I genuinely think that was just like a, you know, it was an interesting piece. It's a, it's a, it's a topic, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a conversation yeah. starter type thing. You Maybe know? that's just my personal thing where like, it just, it would wig me out if someone like, honestly, even like a, a somebody who collects historical items, if yeah. they were like, yeah, here's, you know, a Nazi armband. Mm-hmm. Like that's just, I, I mean, I get it for historical purposes, but like, to display it to like dis- that. Yeah, like nah, to, to I, own... I, I understand that. Regardless of history, to own an item that's so associated with hate... Yeah. That wigs me out. So, but again, again it's like that whole conflict of character that he's... Yeah, he, he, he's, he's America. A, he, he's, a, he's a conundrum. But like, yeah, here's my Nazi plate. And yeah. I hate gays, but I'm gonna go try to make out with Lester. Yeah, that was super interesting. Like, he had this ma- massive falling out with his son, told him to get out of the house, and then like, all of a sudden because his world started crumbling. He thought his son was gay. Right. He happened to look over. So the Scott, the son <laughs> it was. It was a classic case of like you know, like looking at the wrong time. Like the son. Oh, yeah. The son goes over to Lester's garage to give him weed because the son is a drug dealer, and then perfect placement of everything. You see Lester sit back in a chair and like get comfortable, and you see the son bend over but you can't see where the sun's head is or anything it's behind it's behind essentially you know the the, the wall between two windows yeah and, the, and it the, looks the, like it looks like the sun is is, is given lester head yeah <laughs> like, and really he's kind of bent over a table just rolling him a joint right yeah and, like, and see because like, the sun he stands at his window and like he videotapes Everybody, you know, like he's anything he finds interesting. He has like just shelves of little cassettes because he's been videotaping people with his camera. Again, this is 1999 when we had little teeny tiny like VHS cassettes and camcorders and stuff. So he just has shelves of tapes like he just it's a hobby and he videotapes objects. He videotapes people. That's how, you know, at one point he's videotaping Thora Birch, her mm. character, Jane. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, why are you fucking taping me? Oh, yeah, when they first, when they yeah. first meet, yeah. It, I mean, it, they eventually, like, end up together. And it's actually kind of sweet. Like... Yeah, I actually enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it they're, was... Well, because, like, Angela is Jane's friend. And Angela is that one friend who... Her... Her personality's fake. Her physical appearance is her only personality. And the fact that people look at her, she thrives on people hitting on her. It Mm -hmm. doesn't matter who they are, how Mm -hmm. old they are. I mean, she constantly teases Jane that, like, oh, your father wants to get with me. And maybe I want to get with him. Yeah. That's just her personality. It's also weird. It's extremely weird. You know, because she takes flirtation beyond. Because it's like, it's just gross. But this guy Ricky, oh, yeah. who the, who that's the the neighbor, that's the kid. Mm-hmm. What he he you know has feelings for Jane, and at one point Angela is clearly offended. jealous of <laughs> yeah because it's like well why don't you like me I'm the hot one and you can tell that like part of her friendship with Jane is an ego boost. Oh her absolutely because she's like well if I hang out with Jane I'm always the pretty one yeah you know yeah um and Ricky shuts her down yeah uh, that was a fun moment which, yeah but, but yeah and and, and so. 
when his dad thinks that he's gay, he's like, you got to go. I never want to see you again. The kid's like, cool, peace out. Mm. The kid's a drug dealer and has just thousands of dollars at his disposal. So he's like, I'm going. And he goes to to Jane and he's like, hey, if I said I'm going to go leave and go live in New York, do you want to come with me? And she's like, uh, yeah, I do. Like, doesn't even really hesitate. She's yeah. like, yep, let's go. We're out. Let's go. This is, of course, after, you know, watching her parents just degrade into whatever the heck they were. Oh, I mean, the, the, a completely loveless marriage. They're obviously together because it looks better to have the, you know. Who was in the wrong in that marriage? Was it Lester or was it, or was it, uh, uh. Carolyn. So I would say that in the beginning of the movie, before, so she cheats on him at one point. Yeah. So she certainly is in the wrong in that. But I think there is just like this mutual disdain. This is one of those situations where they fell out of love a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Lester clearly is not man enough to say anything. Mm-hmm. And she wants to keep up with the Joneses. And it looks better to have the husband, the kid, the picket fence, and the rose garden yeah. than to be a divorcee. But, so she just kind of keeps that up. So I don't know that I could pin blame on either one. He's a doormat. She's a frigid bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, But at the same time, there was that moment where he was like, you know... They were in bed together sleeping and he's enjoying himself. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, you know, well, you know, I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a guy and I want to do things and you never want to do anything. And like, like, like that, that line to me says that she fell out of love first. She you know? may have. Yeah. And then there was the scene later where I'm fully on lesser sides on this lesser side on this part where they're in the living room and, and he's, he's making the moves and she's falling for it, and it looks like a oh okay they're gonna they're gonna patch things up here they're gonna work it out, and then she's like you know you're gonna spill beer on the couch and it's like, oh my god, yeah, are you ag- kidding me? Again, she she is very obsessed with appearances. Material. Yeah, she's and, a very materialistic yeah, individual. She really is, and it's all about keeping things. Everything needs to look nice on the surface, like, and that's that was yeah, their marriage well, I, for the I mean, longest time. And, like the scene where she's trying to sell the house and then she doesn't, and she just starts slapping herself. Yeah, my God. She, yeah, she. I mean, like I said, they. I, I, I like my analogy of a doormat and a frigid bitch. Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. like you put them together, he's never gonna have a backbone enough to say anything to her to change anything. I mean, he did eventually. He did, but at the you know the fir- you know when we first meet him, he's never gonna say anything. And she's just going to keep on keeping on. Like, he's basically a beard right. at this point because, yeah. it, you know, you, you can't. <laughs> yeah, she's basically, she's basically, it's just a convenience or whatever. That was funny. All the, the, the going back to the scene where the dad comes, the, the next door neighbor father guy comes yeah. over to Lester. Like, just the, all the misconceptions, all the, all the, uh, uh, oh, what's the word? innuendo not innuendo like like just, just just not understanding what's actually happening like you're saying one thing but it it's taken out of context you know yeah it just oh so yeah funny. yeah like he he thinks that he's talking about him being gay yeah, and yeah. yeah it's i i at first i like when i would say the first like probably 15 minutes of this movie i was really wigged out by like the the gross don't have a crush on your daughters yeah. you know friend and then the way that that girl was acting like but then as the movie went on i really did start to like it and the, honestly the middle section when the, when it wasn't doing the pedophilia stuff right, right it was super interesting it was super captivating like i was interested in what was happening and curious i curious to see where it was gonna go i really liked the ending more so than i thought i would really i did because i and i say that in the sense of 
I liked that just at the point where when he you're finally has clarity and we're cheering for Lester, yeah. he gets killed. Yeah. And I liked the way that they shot it where they kept showing everybody and then you hear the gunshot yeah. and you see everybody's immediate reaction to, reaction it. to yeah. it. And then I really liked the narration of it over it because, you know, so he gets shot, he's killed. And then at the end, there's this narration from Lester and he's oh, yeah. like, the, the, you know, the life before your eyes, life doesn't flash before your eyes. He's like, it, it, it's me laying on the yeah. back of on the, like it, on my it back takes in a ball its time. field. And, yeah. and he starts talking about his, you know, his childhood and his grandmother and then his daughter and his wife. And yeah, it's amazing how much clarity he got yeah. at the very end of the film. And I do, I do like how they end it with like, you know, none of it. This probably won't make sense, mm-hmm. but someday it will. Yeah. And I, I don't know, like I, I ended up liking this movie way more than I thought I would. You know, it's funny. I walked into our recording tonight being like, you know, I didn't like this movie but like as we talked about it no i like this movie there is just one very specific aspect (laughs) that i hated that overshadowed everything else i don't i don't know that i ever need to watch this again never again. i think this is a one and done simply because it's like a schindler's list you know yeah you don't exactly like this like when i want to cry i'll watch schindler's list (laughs) i this this isn't a movie that i need to revisit for like entertainment value no I think, you know, I like that I have watched it and now if it does come up in conversation, I can, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I can throw my two cents in. Um, if I were ever on another podcast and they wanted to talk about it, you, I would like okay. watch it for research purposes. Right, like, right. But yeah, I don't know that I would revisit it. I would say though that I think I'm going to like soft recommend if you haven't seen this movie, yeah. and, and if you're the type of person that just likes to like watch a movie and then have a great discussion about it, yeah, I would. I'm gonna soft recommend and say watch this movie. Like, if you I mean, it. please understand that you know there are uncomfortable moments in it completely. Yeah, like obviously we keep mentioning it, the pedophilia aspect, <laughs> yes. uh, and then there's some real hard conversations that happen between Lester and 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 the wife and. There's hard conversations between the, the the daughter and stuff. Like, there's a lot of hard moments, but, like, still very interesting. Yeah. Like, like yeah, soft recommend is probably the best way to to describe the way yeah. to, to recommend this film. Like, understand there are things that you are not going to like and you're going to be yeah, uncomfortable I'll with. Yeah, I'll say, you know, it's the, it's the trigger worth, warning. Worth, but worth the watch. Definitely. I agree. I agree. It is worth the watch. Damn, for, I didn't want to like this movie. If for nothing else, the good... Honestly, this happened... On uh, a recent episode of Jersey Ghouls, we watched a movie uh, called Bo is Afraid. Okay. It's a Joaquin Phoenix movie. Ah, um, Joaquin. It's a Joaquin. And I really, like, it's not that I disliked it. I was just like, I don't get it. Like, it's blah, 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 <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and then we had the episode on it, and we had a whole conversation, and our friend Katie was a guest on it, and... After that conversation, I was like, holy crap, this just went from like a two-star movie to like a four-star movie Mm. because now I'm thinking about everything we talked about. And again, I really don't want to watch it again because that (laughs) movie was three hours long. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm so glad we had a critical conversation about it because Mm. now things were brought to light I hadn't thought about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now things kind of, I don't want to say they make more sense now, but now that I've like 
thought more about it, talked to people, heard their ideas. Now I'm like, oh, okay, that is interesting. Mm -hmm. And and I feel like that's what this, I think that, you know, that has happened here, which is a good thing. Now, sadly, Uh we have nothing else to talk about about 1999. Yeah, we messed up. We just picked a movie that like was supposed to be really good (laughs) and that like you should have seen and blah, blah, blah. We didn't look at the year. Sorry. We, but you know what though? Make this the opportunity Next, uh, what's, what the, what, what, make this the opportunity where next month, in the month of March, you're going to listen to our Boondock Saints episode, because that is where we covered 1999 before. Oh, wow. Yeah. And all of the other reindeer. Those were the two 1999 movies we covered. <laughs> oh, the two movies I made you watch. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, uh, the month of March, that's when you can go back and learn all about 1999. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's it. I think that's it. So we've covered that. So <laughs> great talk. The good, good talk. Don't don't be weird. Don't be creepy towards high schoolers. Yeah. That's the moral of the story here. Not not don't be <laughs> like don't like forget about being in a loveless marriage. Forget about being a pushover. Just don't like high school kids. Unless you're in high school, then I guess it's okay. Yeah, but fair like game. like when you're a, you're when you're an adult, stop it. Yeah, I would say the moment you're not in high school anymore. Um, yeah. Even if you're in high school and you're, and you're, you know, older than, than 19. No. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) And that's Uh, all I got to say about that. Well, there you go. And you can find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app. It's the list we missed. Um, I, I don't know why my cadence threw me off there. It's okay. Don't be a pedophile. Bye. (laughs)